True Multifamily is an On Air Brands production and a proud member of the On Air Brands Network. This is True Multifamily, the show where we dive in on what really happens after closing a multifamily property. We're going to expose the role of asset manager. That's a person who has a responsibility of seeing the vision, executing the plan, and managing people, budgets, and timelines, all to deliver returns for our investors. These are the real struggles, the real victories, and the real stories of asset management. Welcome back to another episode of True Multifamily. Josh Cantwell has come back again. Josh, so great to see you again, man. Hey, Justin. Thanks for having me back, man. I really enjoyed that first episode we did. That was a lot of fun. So thanks for inviting me back. I'm happy to be here. Yeah. Listen, if you guys missed Josh's first episode, we got in such great detail on the due diligence process. And I feel like we even scratched the surface, but it was so much. So I loved how detailed you were. You know, you broke down the exact information you're looking for as you're walking units and how you adjusted your business plan. If you missed it, please go back right away and listen to that episode. It was so, so good. Uh, Josh, you're back today for another episode. You're going to share a story about how your neighbors, the neighbors of this complex saved the deal because you were about ready to walk away. Yeah. Um, so before you do, let's refresh everyone on on where a little bit of your background, uh, your history, and, and then let's jump right in. Perfect. Yeah. So uh, 30 seconds. Uh, right now, I manage about $40 million of private money, which is deployed into our private equity fund, which were a private lender for residential and uh, small balance commercial deals, primarily apartments. And uh, we also uh, own and manage 2,700 units of apartments as a general partner. Some of those deals, we are a GP, a loan sponsor, and we've raised capital and partnered with friends of ours. Other deals were actually also the owner operator boots on the ground. Got my start when I was a financial advisor. I was a financial advisor out of college, started raising and managing money in the stock markets and realized a lot of my clients were not wealthy from the stock market. They were wealthy from real estate. I took notice, started going to boot camps, started in residential, and over the really the past six or eight years uh, since the Great Recession and coming out of that, really focused on raising and managing capital and specifically now multifamily and apartment buildings. So that's what we do. Great. I love it. I'm doing a lot of the same and it's a lot of fun, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, for sure. You know, what I love about it, Justin, just as a side note, is you know, you don't have to do a deal a week or a deal a day. Like when I was in Resi, we, you know, we used to brag about, I used to do so many deals a week or I would do a deal every 3.14 days, which I actually did. <laughs> wow. Now it's like, dude, if I do three to six big deals a year, we're totally killing it. Yeah. And it's just, uh, the time freedom is amazing. That's what I love Absolutely. about it. Absolutely. And it's about the right deal, not the quantity of deals and mm -hmm. cause that's going to make or break it. Um, so tell us, Josh, about this 20 unit that, that you're about to purchase. Yeah, so this is a tip I want to give to your audience, Justin, and thanks for having me back. But look, on your smaller uh, multifamily and apartment deals, it's a lot, very similar to what we experience in residential, okay? When you're doing a 20 unit or a 40 unit, uh, a 10 unit, a 12 unit, an 18 unit, you know, even a little sixplex, it matters that you talk to the neighbors. It matters, you know, what the neighbors, the burbs, what, what do they have to say about the building and the asset? So this particular property, you know, was brought to us through a commercial broker that we know was off market, pre-listed, pocket listing, went to the property. We're really only able to walk one of the units and walk the hallways, walk the exteriors. And we love the area. We love the fact that it's up and coming. It's near the lake. This is in the greater Cleveland area. It's near Lake Erie. We've got friends, people that we know that live on some of the streets that 
are literally dead end into the lake. And everybody seems to love this area. So we got a lead on this apartment building, 20 unit building. And we walk the hallways and one unit, we're standing outside. All the tenants seem to be home in the middle of the day, Uh-oh. which is not a good sign. It wasn't a Saturday, right? No, it was a Tuesday, <laughs> man, at one o'clock, Justin. And you That's know not a good like, sign. There's 20 units and I can see like 18 cars. Oof. I'm like, oh man. Yeah. And then there's people walking in and out. And one woman comes out, she's got, <laughs> she's got bleach blonde hair down, you know, long down to her butt and a, you know, kind of tie dyed skirt that is something I would think she would be wearing at like midnight, you know, like more <laughs> of like the go out. Yeah. Yeah. She was wearing this at like one o'clock middle of the day, yeah. walking her dog. And I'm like, okay, it's cool. You know what? You know, no judgment, just mm-hmm. interesting. But people are coming and going. I'm like, wow, there's a lot of activity here on a Tuesday at one o'clock. And there's a lot of cars. I don't, this is not good. So we're doing kind of exterior. We're talking about how we're going to improve the outside of the building because there's porches. The porches kind of look like they're leaning down a little bit. They don't look very safe, but we love the area. And so we're like, look, man, this is going to need a big turn. I don't know if this is going to be worth it. I really think, you know, we already wrote a contract on it. We had already negotiated a price with the seller. We think, man, once we get into this thing and see all 20 units, we might have to retrade it, which I don't like doing. I don't like retrading deals. I like to get them accurate at the beginning. So I'm like, man, you know, there's, there's this one wall that's near one of the staircases that goes down to the basement. It looks like it's Boeing. I'm like, man, this property just, I think it needs a lot of work. But my fear is the tenant base is all going to have to go. Um, so we're about to get in our car. I see one of the neighbors uh, walk out, you know, residential house, kind of candy cornered across the street. And I just start kind of moseying over there. I'm like, hey, Tyler, come here. Let's, let's go talk to the neighbor. Tyler kind of looks at me like, really? I'm like, yeah, let's go talk to the neighbor. Mm. So we walk up. The ladies, you can tell she's a little bit apprehensive of us. You know, she's kind of a little standoffish. I'm like, hey, uh, you know, I'm, I'm Josh and this is my, my friend and my partner, Tyler. Um, hey, you know, what, what's going on with that apartment building over there? And she likes, what, well, why are you asking? She's like, well, you know, we're, we're thinking about buying it. She immediately lights up, her face lights up. You can tell, <laughs> right, Justin? She's like, oh, really? You're thinking about buying it? Oh, please buy it, please buy it. And I just started asking questions. Well, how do you like the neighborhood? Oh, I love the neighborhood. The neighborhood is so safe. It's near the lake. The neighborhood's getting better and better. There's art kind of art galleries down the street. We love the neighborhood. How long have you been here? Oh, we've been here 25 years. Fantastic. I'm like, wow, you're, you know, you're, you're, uh, your front yard's really well kept. Landscaping's really nice. You know, these are just little $100,000, $125,000 bungalows in this mm-hmm. little neighborhood. But all the residential properties are you know, really well. Like you can tell there's, uh, you know, the owners respect and love their property. Uh, I'm like, so what, what, what's up with the, with the building over there? Is, is uh, how the tenants, like, is it safe? And she's like, oh man, you know, I don't think so. Like there's a lot of yelling. You can hear people yelling at two in the morning. Uh, there's definitely some drug activity over there. Uh, but, you know, we've heard that some guy out of New Jersey bought the building and he really is never around. There's really nobody managing it. They kind of throw in any tenant that they can get. But again, we love the neighborhood. We love the neighborhood. It's like this just keeps ringing, Justin, mm-hmm. in my head. We love the neighborhood. So on the little deals, you know, my advice and my, my ideas here that I'd love to pass on to your audience is on the little deals, Turning one large, turning one apartment building can make a huge difference because in a 20 unit building, you might have 40 residents between the parents and the children that live there. It might even be more than that, you know, depending on the unit mix. And to turn that 
sometimes you're going to have to buy a property that you get terrible financials on. You get no financials, you get no leases, but you're going to have to take the risk to say, I'm going to buy the building. I'm going to kick everybody out. I'm going to give my general contractor and my team the, the run of the property to improve all the units. Now we have scale. Now we have ease of access. We can buy materials in bulk. We can store them there. We can secure the building. Nothing's going to get stolen. We can repave the parking lot because there's no cars. We can do all of this. We can move so much faster than if we keep some of the tenants. And so I, I said to her, I said, you know, do you know many of the tenants? I talked to the neighbor. Do you know many of the tenants? She's like, I've met, I've met many of the tenants. Most of them I would never be friends with. Mm, okay. Yes, she says that. And I'm like, okay, now I know this is a woman who's been here for 20 or 25 years. She loves and respects her property. She's got a lot of high things to say about the neighborhood, but she's not going to want to be friends with anybody that lives in that building. That tells me almost everything I need to know. And the interesting thing is the seller and the broker, because they're not there, they don't know any of this. Right, right. Right. So the apartment owner is very disengaged from Jersey. They're not paying attention to the building, you know, and we know we turn that building, we can raise the rents a lot, maybe two or $300 per month per unit. And what we're going to have to the building now is actually uh, like 95% occupied. There's only one vacant. So that's going to allow us to get decent financing to buy it. But we're going to have to set money aside into a reserve account to pay that uh, debt service yeah. because we're most likely going to kick everybody out. Now, this is a deal, literally, Justin, I was about to walk away from. I could tell it was going to be a problem, but I didn't really want to give up on it. And the idea of just going that extra step, talking to a neighbor, right, talking to somebody that's a little bit standoffish, uh, you know, here I am walking down the street. Like, she doesn't know who I am. So just asking a couple questions, she opens up. Her husband comes out, he opens up, and they're really talking about how much they love the area. That basically saves the deal. And that's a property that we're, you know, right in the process now of taking down, buying, closing. And that is the plan to turn over all of the units and get rid of everybody. Um, that's going to be the plan for the building big time. That sounds Great. Um, I want to dig in on the actual, like, what is it that actually changed your mind? So, so they're saying, um, we love the area. You know, this is a neighborhood where people live here for a long time. We obviously, you know, the neighbors are taking care of the property. Um, so it sounds like there was a light bulb that it, before you spoke to the neighbor, you thought, okay, this is going to be a lot of extra CapEx and these tenants are still sort of running over this property and, and are mm-hmm. going to be very hard to manage. Um, but it was it the conversation that sort of gave you the light bulb that no, we can actually elevate all of the tenant base and bring them up to the level of the neighbors. Is that the switch it, yes. that happened in your head? That's exactly right, Justin. And we verified that with our uh, commercial broker, who's also an analyst that we work with. We looked at the improved units. What were the comps in the area for those rents? So the original question was because the building is has very high occupancy. I was thinking, do I really want to take on essentially a C class, maybe even a C minus class or a D plus class tenant base? Do I really want to own that asset? I don't care if it's over 90% occupancy. I can buy it at a discount. It needs improvements. Do I really want to take over this tenant base, this tenant class? And the answer was no. That's why we almost walked. And then when I started to realize, you know, really this could be a B class tenant base. This could be something where the whole building, if it's improved, if it's painted, we could rebrand the building. 
we could, you know, bring in some of, one of the ideas, Justin, is actually there's, there's an art school down the street. When you drive down the street, there's several buildings that have amazing, like, painted murals on the sides of the buildings. It really gives this neighborhood a lot of flavor around the art galleries and the bars and the restaurants. We started thinking, hey, can we, can we bring in some of those, uh, those art students to paint a mural on the side of our building? Love it. Yeah. You know, can we do something that mixes in with the neighborhood where some of these, these art students, people that like art, that are more of a B-class tenant, to get them to think, hey, I want to move into that building. Now, all the bathrooms are updated. The kitchens are updated. The common areas are updated. We harden the asset. We fix the porches. And now the building has a new brand, a new name, a new mural. And now we can attract these B-class tenants. And the, and the, and the tenant rents are going to go from $550 a month closer to 750 to 850 a month and it becomes a much more safe neighborhood because we're turning this one building yeah and you're you're talking about community transformation rather yeah now the building had some meaning to us right had some emotional like feeling that we were going to help this entire neighborhood continue its regentrification instead of taking over a c minus d plus tenant base and leaving it that way which was not something i was interested in because of the conversation with the neighbor, it sparked the light bulbs to start popping off. Like maybe we need to think about a complete rebrand. Maybe we need to think about a complete redo and the neighborhood supports it. And it's not a huge investment like this. You know, we're going to be able to acquire this building for $600,000. We're going to drop about 250 to 300 into it. We'll be into it for roughly 900 and it's going to, you know, it's going to comp out at about a six and a half to seven cap. It's going to comp out about 1.4 million. So we'll be able to refinance it, pay back all of our investor equity, put long-term debt on it, get some cash out refi proceeds and really have a stable building for the next 10 years. And we also thought because of the neighbor, maybe kicking out all the tenants is actually a better strategy. It's a better asset management strategy. We'll be able to turn the whole building faster than just turning over it unit by unit. And it's going to be easier to manage, frankly, you know, a tenant base of, of artists and students, um, most likely a lot easier than that D minus uh, tenant class that they oh, no. had there. No doubt. So I no love doubt. that you, you know, continue, you know, it being there in person, I always stress this, everything changes when you're in person and you're standing there at the property because you see the whole context. You don't just see the little square of the picture and you can talk to the neighbors and you can get a feel of, of what's happening there. And I love that on the fly, really, that one conversation changed the entire strategy. And this is going to be a home run. It sounds like an amazing deal. And it, and it really comes from that conversation with the neighbor and doing that extra level. Because you could have gotten in the car when you saw that tenant and drove away and never right. done this deal. And, uh, and because you didn't and you, you stick around for a little bit longer and, and probed a little bit harder, uh, you now have a whole strategy, a different strategy, and it's going to be a, a really awesome deal. So, so, much, so many great lessons to learn out of that story for our audience, and I really appreciate you sharing that with us. Absolutely, Justin. I, I love telling the story. It's going to be an amazing building long term for sure. I can't. Please come back and share some the, the follow-up with it because we, we'd love to follow the progress on it. Um, listen, guys, if you want to get in touch with Josh and, and hear more about him, Josh, where can they, they hear more about you? Yeah, best place is go to freelandventures.com. There you can see uh, our podcast. You can see my book, coaching programs, some of our deal flow for our apartments, freelandventures.com. Amazing. Uh, and if you want to hear more about uh, Josh, all his information, show notes will be on our website, truemultifamily.show. Josh, thanks again so much. We really appreciate you coming on. Absolutely, Justin. Thanks for having me. Had a blast. Thanks for listening to another episode. Check out our website at truemultifamily.show. 
And if you have an amazing story to tell, share it on our Facebook community, and you might just be the next guest on the show. We're also on all other social networks. Just search True Multifamily. I'm really, really proud to have this show produced by our company, On Air Brands. Check us out at onairbrands.com. We also have an incredible, unique podcasting event that we would love for you to be a part of. Check that out at podmax.co. 